Hello, and welcome to the Parkinson's Empowerment Podcast, where we hope to help people with Parkinson's live their best lives by listening to others share their Parkinson's journey, hearing from clinicians and specialists, and keeping up to date with the latest research and resources. I'm your host, Robin Barclay, physical therapist, certified exercise expert for aging adults, owner of Safe at Home Physical Therapy and Rocksteady Boxing Victor here in upstate New York, where we see people in their homes, in our clinic for individualized sessions and group classes. We believe movement is medicine and we want to help you keep on moving and doing the things you love. I'm here today with Ron Knight. Ron was diagnosed with Parkinson's about six or seven years ago, and he is here with us today. Thank you, Ron, for being here. Yeah, Robin, it's a pleasure to be here today, and it's a pleasure to be in your classes. I, I work out five days a week yes, with you do. Robin's uh, uh, people here, and uh, it's making me uh, it's making me feel better every day. Great. That's good to hear. You work hard. Um, all right. So you here, there's, you're here today, and there's a few things that you wanted to bring up and talk to us about that you're experiencing. Yes. What's the one of the things, the first thing you got up there on your list? Well, I'd like to, first of all, start out by just kind of interesting how I was diagnosed. I actually was serving on the Rochester Parkinson's Board, and one of the members there was a doctor with the Movement Center from the U of R and asked to see me after which She observed me during the meeting. She said, you need to come over and see me. So Judy, my, my wife, and I went over, and, uh, and she checked me out about a week later, and sure enough, I had... Parkinson. So I went back to the next meeting and I told the people on the board that I'm going to start hanging out, stop hanging out with them because it's obviously that's contagious, <laughs> which is not, of course. But No, uh, it's not. But sometimes you think, boy, what's the irony in that? That's we right. Had, um, we have actually one of our coaches um, was, you know, coaching yeah. and certified in the boxing yeah. and uh, quite a bit a uh, while after that was diagnosed. And then right. we had an episode with our clock one day Somebody knocked it off the wall, and then it was hung back up on the wall, and the second hand started tremoring, and somebody <laughs> said, oh, no, it's catching. The it's catching. That's right. Oh, my um, gosh. I think uh, when I think back over the, the six or seven years, I, I was thinking about what's the thing that's the most bothersome, the worst thing, worst thing about anxiety, about Parkinson's. And anxiety appears to make to the top of my list. Yeah. And it bothers me daily. It bothers me, obviously, in presentations and things like this. And uh, it's kind of with me all the time. And I'm fighting it and doing, doing the best I can. But uh, when I look at all the problems that, uh, again, my Parkinson's doctor said having uh, Parkinson's is like having having a tiger in your body because it's from one thing after another. And it goes from uh, uh, problems with you on your face of, of breaking out. and. I mean, it's, that's minor, but there's so many things that uh, Parkinson's brings you that it's not good. But Right. The, the non-motor symptoms. There's motor symptoms. That's right. You have a tremor that's the most, you know, if looking at you otherwise, I wouldn't know that you had Parkinson's. I just see the tremor in the one hand. Um, but a lot of people with Parkinson's do suffer from anxiety. Yeah. Um, so what are some of the things that have helped you? Well, you certainly have to, as as normal, have to make sure you're really prepared. Um, uh, just understanding the, the crowd, understanding who you're going to be talking to if it's a presentation so you're not surprised, and making sure you're well prepared. It's probably the same things you would do if you didn't have Parkinson's. Well, yeah. Um, presentations things. are, I, um, I have to actually, I went to the doctor because I had to do a big presentation and I just knew I couldn't do it. 
So I actually have to take medicine <laughs> before, only before I do the presentation and it works great. So I don't have to take it too much. I can do smaller presentations now, but I think that is a big one for everybody with and without Parkinson's, the anxiety, okay. but it's probably exacerbated for you because yes. you have it, you have yeah. now the anxiety with the Parkinson's and by the way, a lot of the executives you'd see in the Rochester or U.S. wide uh, uh, take something too. They never admit it. Yeah. I think the one that was funny that I heard is a lot of the clergy have to take it too really? in order that they're prepared every Sunday. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, people yeah. people just don't realize and, and they think, geez, so so and so gets up there and it seems to be easy for him or her, but definitely usually it is not. Yeah. Well, the one thing that we do know especially for anxiety and depression, is that exercise can help. Absolutely. Um, so it's great that you're doing it five days a week. Boy, I guess before I do a presentation, maybe I should try and run five miles. Run to the presentation. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just a minute, I'll start when I'm a little bit out of breath. <laughs> do you shower there? So when yeah. I get there, I can shower before I do my presentation. So, so, uh, so anxiety made it to the top of the list. I think that... Uh, uh, balance and the and the worry about falling is yeah. something that everybody who has Parkinson's uh, deals with. Uh, in my case, I just have to make sure if I've been sitting or laying down when I get up, I have to wait, you know, a couple of minutes yeah. to get uh, get get myself squared away and then start walking. But yeah. uh, I've fallen a couple of times during the last six or seven years, and uh, it's not fun. And you got to be careful; you could be hurt. But uh, that's from an injury standpoint or from a uh, just from an uh, irritation standpoint, is not good. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you say you've fallen a couple of times in the last six or seven years, and that that's pretty good. Yes. Um, yes. Because I have people that come here and say, "Well, I only fell a couple of times this week." Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's not too funny. bad. You're, from what I see in here, you, we see, we see sometimes when you get up that you know I'll come over because you seem a little wobbly. Yes. It's that orthostatic hypotension that you get sometimes. And with that, you know, that comes along with Parkinson's sometimes sometimes. And then sometimes it's because your medications that you're taking can have have that side yes. effect. Right. Um and sometimes it's because you're not drinking enough water um but or fluids. Um but it's something that you just have to if you know you're a little wobbly when you get up, you have to just get up slowly, right. you know, or kick your legs up and down a, a few times before you stand up. And when you're stand up before you take a step, make sure you're not lightheaded. Correct. Correct. Um, so the, those are some things you can do. And then the falling, I, you know, in class, you've been pretty good. Yeah. Um, I did today, we were doing some pretty challenging stuff. I was having you duck under a bag and do a jab and duck under a bag and do a cross. Right. So that was pretty challenging. I, I saw you bobble once there, but generally... You seem yes. pretty steady. Well, I think that uh, obviously the working out here has yeah. helped me. And you're probably tired a little bit too. Cause yeah. <laughs> we, were, we've done, we worked on cardio this week. So you've been working on the spin bike all week too. Yeah. The thing that I also want to talk about is stress. And yeah. uh, it goes kind of hand in hand with anxiety. But uh, I've done a, quite a few things in, in, in this uh, area of the, and, and nationwide relative to my career. And I've uh, at my age, I've had to s slowly step down. But I'm not stepping down fast enough. I mean, yeah, it's hard to it let is, go. I can't. Uh, uh, it's hard to let go, right? And yeah. Stress is uh, something that uh, that people with Parkinson's really can't, should not handle. Yeah. And I kept on telling me that people, and I kept on going. I said, "Oh no, I got it, I got it." Yeah. But boy, I tell you, after the activity you're stressed out for, and it can be a social activity or it could be a business presentation, you actually get sick, and I can feel it yeah. afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to do the best I can and get out of these organizations yeah. that are 
volunteer and do the best I can to, if you will, participate as one of the guys, if mm-hmm. you will. So yeah, you have to kind of pick and choose at this point. You you know, if you can, if you can hold on to one or two things and not like of everything and just try and because you do a lot. Right. So if you can cut back and just hang on to one or two things to keep yourself busy. Right. Um, you know, then and not let go of everything, you might. That's kind of what I'm doing. What you're trying I to do. Feel better, and that accompanied with the aunt working out here, and yeah, it helps me get in better shape for that. Do you do you notice when you're stressed that your tremors get worse? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I see that in here sometimes when people are frustrated with something. You know, yeah. they start tremoring a little more. Or yeah, yeah. The uh, uh, I went to a, uh, uh, a presentation out on the west coast for people with Parkinson's, and I noticed that the people who were on the stage who had Parkinson's with a tremor, they would actually sit if it was their hand, they'd actually sit with sit their, on their hand hands. under their thigh to, to stop the tremor. Yeah. But it acts like an indicator. So it's hard, hard <laughs> to, at my church, by the way, and this was fun. We actually did this. Uh, they set up a situation where the kids had to say, what could Mr. Knight do better than anyone else given his tremor? <laughs> of course, it went from brushing his teeth. Oh. <laughs> they, had a, they had a long list of, uh, so they had fun with it. And I asked, actually encouraged them to do that. You know, it <laughs> was not like, we could get guitars in here and give them yeah. some of the guitar. <laughs> see kind of music we come up with. That's right. <laughs> but we it's could... uh, it's something that doesn't bother me. And uh, as far as uh, you know, the kids being involved in that. But yeah. But as far as uh, you know, uh, it is tough. Uh, I've had tremor in my primary arm, which is my left hand, and it's hard to eat. By mm-hmm. the way, I mean you have is to it... start to use the other hand. Mm-hmm. My wife has been encouraging me to use my right hand, mm-hmm. but that's been getting. Uh, I've been pretty slow on that, but yeah, so many things that it involves, whether it's dressing in the morning. Yeah, it's just it's. Uh, I want to call it a handicap that just really finds its way. And it's slowing you down day to day. Do you remember to do your flicks that Unf- we do? Unfortunately, do you forget to do them. Yes, ma'am. Try and do them, bef- like do 10 flicks before you brush your teeth. Like right. you close your fist tight and then you open your fingers big, like you're right. licking water off. Right. And you do that 10 times and yeah. see if that doesn't help you at least before you brush your teeth right. or before you eat. And then you can try, I mean, there's some weighted spoons and things yep, with yep. like a gyroscope in them. If eating was, you know, becoming that much of an issue where you can, it helps you keep your spoon steady. Yeah. There's different things you can try. I've had people try like a one or a two pound weight on their wrist. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they always say, you know, that hand, you got to give that hand something to do. So like sit on it <laughs> or put it on your hip yeah. or put a bag in it, carry your bag in that hand. Yes. Um, but, but yeah. It's, it's uh, so I've got down here eating and dressing. Yeah. It, it's just uh, one of those things that day to day make your living a little bit more it difficult. It takes longer. It takes longer to yeah. do all of those things. So you got to give yourself a little more extra time. Yep. And again, that's something that we have the um, the LSVT big that we offer through yeah. this clinic. I don't think we've ever done it. Have we? Have you and I ever I done the LSVT no, big? No. That because that can that focuses on obviously big gross motor, a little bit of fine motor, like we did with the the flicks. Yeah. Um, but um, that can be done one on one. Yeah. And that can also be done as a group. Um, yeah. So that's something we were, and the PWR moves um, is also another um, really good functional program yes, that we yes, offer ma'am. here yeah. and individual or class or at people's homes. So yeah. that's something you might want to think about yeah. doing the LSVT. <laughs> would that <laughs> be six, would that be six days a week? And, uh, <laughs> it's actually five days a week. <laughs> it's five days a week for four weeks or four, I'm sorry, it's four days a week here. And then, the, you know, you're doing the rest of it on your home. You're doing your homework right. every day. And then on 
you know, on the day, especially on the days you're not here. And then it's for, and insurance does cover it. It's covered by insurance. So that's good. Yeah. The other problem that's caused as a problem daily is constipation. And yep. it comes with Parkinson's, yeah. and uh, I deal with that, and it's uh, it's it's a problem. It is, and so you have to take some medicines to reverse that, and you have to be very very careful so it doesn't become a more serious problem. Right, you don't want it to go. You don't want to have the other problem. Right, so you have that's to be right. Careful, yeah, and that's something that sometimes people will come and say, you know, um, geez, I have I've had that forever. And then I and then I had started having the motor symptoms. Like I yeah. then I started having the tremor, and now I know yeah. that the constipation was, yeah. um, you know, a, a non motor symptom that I was having that I wasn't putting. You know, really, if you're constipated, you don't think you have. Yeah. You wouldn't think, oh, I have Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah, Parkinson's. People don't. That's right. You know, so, well, be, they're yeah. starting to more and more look at way back in people's uh, lifetime. Yeah. Because like I've had anxiety. All of my life. Yeah. And constipation to a certain extent for quite some time. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they say a, a gene goes rogue or whatever mm-hmm. early on in your life that leads later to uh, Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you live with this stuff and, it's, and Parkinson's emerges later on in life. So yeah. hopefully they'll be able to get at that at some point. I think the thing, though, that comes down to be more serious, and I'm starting to experience this, unfortunately, is both memory and cognitive problems. Mm -hmm. And I go quarterly to see my uh, 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 Parkinson's doctor, and they measure you every time you go. Mm -hmm. And certainly, I'm slowly losing my memory and cognition. Okay. And it's really worrisome because I don't know, uh, Robin, if there's a lot you can do about it. Absolutely. There's something you can do about it. Exercise is important in brain health, especially in people with Parkinson's disease. Uh, But it has to be challenging and it has to include skill practice to to facilitate uh, neuroplasticity, uh, which is your a brain's ability to form new connections. To really make those brain health changes, um, you have to work at a certain intensity. And working with a physical therapist, someone that knows how to facilitate learning through feedback, challenge, complex movement practice and motivation is key. We, so we're, we work on, um, in our different classes, we bring cognitive, cognitive challenges into it. Um, and that's part of, even in the boxing classes, you know, we'll go around and we have sometimes we have signs at the stations, but you know, you have to remember what to do at each station to a point. So we may come over to you and say, okay, that, you know, remember, this is what you're doing here. Um, so it's a little bit of a challenge that way because you have to, yeah, by the way, right hand jab with your left, yeah, cross with your right because you box like an ortho, even though you're left handed, right? You box like uh, orthodox, you know, I know you introduce that all the time, and I don't think I took me a while to understand it, but I clearly do. But I think. Uh, the, other, the other people are saying, boy, is this confusing, you know, know. or why? And that's because well, she's trying to me. lead, she's trying to lead us to, you know, to get better. Yeah. <laughs> we don't understand. We have a few Southpaws, but, but only a few. And so it's hard for me to switch it up. So it's a good cognitive challenge for me. But the PWR classes, we add cognitive challenge. We're actually going to be offering um, a cardio plus. So we're going to work on cardio and then we're going to do for a few minutes and then we're going to move to a station might be a cognitive challenge. Then you're going to go back and do cardio for a few minutes because we want to work on everything, but try and keep the heart rate up at a certain point. So um, that'll be a good class for you to do once we start up or that's going to start in February. Um, But you can, you can work on, you can improve your dual task. You can improve your cognition. So, yeah. 
You know, there's difficult. That's a, a problem I have in some of the organizations that I'm a part of, or yeah. even where I'm on boards that the cognition is slowing down. I'm kind of a finance MBA type guy, and it's becoming very difficult to do work now. Yeah. And organization of, of documents, organization of thought processes mm-hmm. is becoming more and more of a problem that I'm aware of. So. Sure. Especially if you have a lot of places of uh, your hand in what a lot of different right. places. <laughs> Around town, you know, yeah. one of the Boy Scouts and on and on and on the U of R. And I can mention a lot of them, but I've enjoyed it. But what I did for those groups is now kind of getting tougher for me because uh, because of the cognition and can't organize like I used to. Mm-hmm. Forget memory. I mean, I can be talking like I'm talking to you and just what what just drops out of my mind, you know? Yeah. So anyway. You got your list in front of you. Yeah. And I think I, I've exhausted my list. I, I had this on the bottom and the Robin was asking me about it. It says bed sheets. <laughs> yeah, <I was laughs> she says, what, what, that, what is that? <laughs> it is a problem. I don't know. I guess a lot of us deal with it, but I'm always fighting the sheets and, and blankets at night. And if I roll over, I roll over on top of them and I can't get it out them under get me. tangled up in your sheets. Yeah, I get then, it. Yeah, That's I, right. You know, even people without Parkinson's, um, you know, I'll get a referral for somebody that fell because they got tangled up in their sheets and they were trying to get out of bed. But do you have, um, how about your dreams? Do you get those dreams where you act them out sometimes? Oh, Are they very vivid? Very much so. Judy, in fact, has to wake me up at times or leave at times yeah. because she's afraid of her, you know, being injured. But you, but yeah. I, I am, some people have to sleep in different rooms because yeah, of that. That's right. But, um, <laughs> But so that could be part of it, too, if you're having like a vivid dream and you're trying to fight off a tiger yeah, yeah. while you're sleeping and you wake up and you're all tangled up. And I've always been kind of a competitive guy. And yeah, I think that comes I, to bear. I'm always trying to fighting. I'm always fighting in, yeah. the, in my dreams. So. Challenging people here to fight. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I do just to have fun with them. Yeah. But uh, yeah. when you put on those boxing gloves, you almost want you feel like a pugilist, you know, yeah. you want to go box. And of course, yeah. we're not allowed to hit anybody here. So. But you do sometimes. But, but I do sometimes. <laughs> and then we have to put you in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. So so the the things that help you the most with your exercise, you're doing your exercise five days a week. And hopefully on the weekends, you're walking or doing something because yep. um, yep. you want to, you know, even though you're coming to boxing and PWR, um, which are hour and hour and 15 minutes every day during the week, you know, it's good to go home take a little rest, but later in the day to maybe go for a walk and not just sit for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, and then same on the weekends, you want to just do pick something that you enjoy. Yeah. Um, maybe it's walking through the mall or, you know, whatever it is, it's cross-country skiing or <laughs> <laughs> motorcycle riding. Motorcycle. I don't know about that. But, you know, uh, I always tell everybody that's got Parkinson, fight it every day. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to let it defeat me. I've always been that way on everything yeah. in my whole life, and I'm being that way in Parkinson. So whether it's exercising or cognition mm-hmm. or memory or whatever, I'm, I try to figure out every day how I'm going to push it back and fight it and not let it take me over. And I think so far it's been successful. I've kind of got a stalemate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but anyway, it's helping me, and I enjoy life. And as long as I keep it working and activity, I expect to live you know, a normal life, even with Parkinson's, yeah, as best longer I Longer than Betty White. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I loved Betty White. You loved Betty White. Um, but yeah, so we used to have a sign on the wall before the flood, and we had to repeat. <laughs> it said, we'll have to put that back up. It said, don't give up, glove up. So keep yeah. fighting, because exercise is the one thing, that you, the therapeutic agent, you know, and, that we know works. Um, 
And you want to start it as soon as you know you have Parkinson's. Even if you don't have a lot of outward symptoms, um, start it as soon as you can. Yeah. Um, so good. All right. Thank you, Robin. Thank Enjoy you for day. being here, Lucky. That's yeah. Lucky is your fighter name. That's correct. All right, Lucky. We'll and see you, you next time. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you have any questions or comment, please go to our website, safeathomept.com, and fill out the form. Or give us a call at 585-398-6050. Have a great week, and we hope you join us for the next podcast. Remember, movement is medicine. Keep on moving.